Guys, let us turn our hearts to God in prayer. Let us pray. A good and gracious God, calm our hearts this day. Still our hands from fidgeting and worries and quiet our minds from the never-ending string of thoughts. God, move your spirit in and among us and make these words into words that are truly your own. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Now, I want to tell you all a story about a place that started off as very ordinary for me. And that place was my dad's office, or the place that he used to work, really. There was a bell tower right outside his office building that you could actually like climb up in and ring the bell that I thought was very cool, but still nothing super special. And outside where he used to work, all of the other buildings around his office were made of river rocks. And you had to drive through this kind of funky and weird little archway to get to it. It was a very ordinary space. It was just work. Then, many, many years later, that place where my dad worked came up again. This time, it was a place that my youth group was going to spend a week over the summer, or during the summer. Now, I was signed up, and I found myself going through that very same archway, but this time in a church van. And it was the church van that we lovingly and very affectionately called the Rolling Turd. So after we had gotten there and parked the church van, we went for a walk. We walked past that same bell tower and that same office building, and we walked into an auditorium. Now, this auditorium was made solely out of river rocks. I guess these were technically creek rocks, but same thing. We did silly dances with youth groups from other churches, and we sang many, many songs. And as the lights began to dim, these two candles started processing down the side aisles. And we sang a lot of songs that week, but one that I remember in particular, especially as the candles were coming down the aisle, it stood out. And I won't sing it for you because I'm not quite sure I want my singing immortalized forever on Vimeo, but the words went like this. It said, surely God is in this place, holy ground. Surely, surely God is in this place, holy ground. And we repeated that phrase, that refrain over and over and over again. And it's one that I've caught myself humming in my own head or even singing just ever so slightly out loud. Because when we sang that, that's when that ordinary place where my dad used to work became a sacred space. That space that I'm talking about is Montreat. Montreat is a town and a college, which was where my dad worked. But it's also a large Presbyterian conference center that's in a valley nestled in the mountains of Western North Carolina. It's a place that is so special to many Presbyterians across the country, including many members of our own church family. It's a place that we often refer to as a thin place. 
I've been a place because the space between earth and heaven is thin. It's a place where we meet God and where God shows up in the midst of ordinary, regular old river rocks, ordinary, regular old people like you and like me. And it's a place where God brings us together and where God draws us close. In our story that Kate read for us today, we learn about another one of those thin places. Now, Jacob, the main character in the story, is on the run. Do y'all remember the story of Jacob and Esau? Or back even further, remember Sarah laughing when she is told that her and Abraham are going to have a son in Sarah's old age? They do have a son, and his name is Isaac. And Isaac and his wife, Rebecca, have twins, Jacob and Esau. Is that sounding familiar a little bit? So when they have their twins, Jacob and Esau, when they're born, Jacob comes out grasping Esau's heel. Then when these twins grow up, Jacob gets a little bit crafty, and Jacob tricks his brother Esau out of his birthright, and he also swindles his father Isaac out of a blessing. And this makes Esau really mad because Esau was the firstborn. And Esau is so mad that he goes after Jacob to kill him. And that's kind of where we find Jacob in our story this morning. Jacob is on the run and he is out in the wilderness, away from his family and away from his past. And he finds himself using a regular old rock as a pillow. I'm not quite sure what, how one uses a rock or sleeps on a rock as a pillow, but alas, that's how the story goes. Uh, he is somehow able to dream that night. And in his dream, he sees a ladder or a staircase even, depending on which version you read. But he sees this ladder that is connecting heaven and earth together. And people are going in between each. And as he's looking at this ladder, he hears God making a promise to him. He hears God making a promise to be with him, a promise to keep him, to keep Jacob, and to bring Jacob back to God, a promise to not leave Jacob alone. And he reminds Jacob that these promises are indeed for him. So Jacob wakes up from his dream and He's a little bit afraid, but he's mostly in awe. And he says, surely, surely God is in this place where I am. Now, God made some big promises to love Jacob and to be with him, even though Jacob was a swindler, and even though Jacob was a trickster, deceiving both his father and his brother. And then God makes that ordinary space where Jacob is into a thin place, a thin place where the earth and heaven meet, and surely God is there. Now God makes those same promises that God made to Jacob to us. God promises to be with us, to keep us, to bring us back to those places where heaven and earth connect, 
to not leave us alone. And God reassures us that these promises are indeed promises that are made for us. So friends, where are those thin places for you? Earlier this week, I was reminded of one of those thin places that is right in our own backyard down here on St. Simon's Island. It's a place that I had never really thought of as thin before until a very wise church member taught me otherwise. On Wednesday, I found myself outside sitting in a kayak while doing the bridge excursions with the youth. The sun was beating down on us, and there was the slightest breeze that was blowing just enough to make the tips of the grass sway in the wind. I saw the people I was with just ahead of me on the river, or maybe it was a creek. I'm not quite sure the proper terminology for where we were. The waterway in the marsh. And as I looked around the marsh at this wonderful creation that God had made, I felt that thin place, a place where the distance between heaven and earth was becoming smaller, a place where God makes this ordinary marsh that we see and drive past multiple times a day sometimes into a space that is sacred as my paddle went in and out the water. I sure felt close to God that morning, listening to the birds chirping and the little turtles sticking their heads just out of the surface of the water. And I sure hope the youth did too, as we were out in God's creation. Surely God was in that thin place that day. Friends, I ask you again, where are those thin places to you? Where is a place that at first seems so ordinary that God then turned into something sacred? Where are those places where you feel drawn into God's midst? Is it out in God's creation? Maybe in the marsh? Or it could be at the beach? Or maybe your thin place is a place in the mountains. Maybe your thin place is in the sanctuary even, or the social hall. Maybe it's in the kitchen. Maybe your thin place is in your very own living room. There are ordinary places that are all around us that God turns into these beautiful and wonderful sacred moments. If only we take the time to look, to marvel in them, and to see God's beauty. Friends, where are those thin places to you? And then, when you finally find yourself in those thin places that are sacred, how is it that we respond to God? Jacob responded to the place that God surely was by building an altar, by building a place to worship God. When you're in your thin place, how is it that you respond to God? Will you respond in worship? Will you respond with prayer? Or maybe it's responding with your hands, doing something for God's people. Or maybe you respond with your heart, that it's change. One thing that I think I know for sure is that when we encounter these 
thin spaces, these places that God makes sacred. It's that we can't help but be changed. Our hearts become different. Jacob was changed when he encountered God in that sacred place. And we are changed too when we find God in the thin places in our own lives. And then when we hear those promises that God makes to us once again, the promise that I am with you and I promise to bring you back. So friends, when you find yourselves in those thin places, listen for those promises God makes to you. I am with you and I will bring you back. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.